welcome to the Clunk Show podcast. Kieran here bringing you the lowdown on some of the UK's best emerging talent, as well as some of the UK's biggest names in music right now. Each episode, we will shed some light on some of the UK's best musicians, both big and small, and give you, the listener, a chance to discover something new, perhaps the next big hit for your Spotify playlists. Through this, we've been going through dodgy broadbands and screaming seagulls who will join us in each episode as we jump into our guests' homes and shed some light on what they've got in store for the year ahead. Joining us today is a band that's been making waves in the Sheffield punk scene since 2017. We first caught a glance of Blackwaters during their show at the Scala at London back in 2016. Since then, the band have found themselves performing at Reading and Leeds Festival, selling out their UK headline tour and hosting numerous live shows in their very backyard. Please welcome Blackwaters with their latest single, Same Old. Blackwaters have proved to be a force to be reckoned with and have shown during their live shows that the anarchist and chaotic punk lifestyle from the 70s is still alive and kicking. With a newly announced debut album on the way, we join lead vocalist Max and drummer James to discuss this and more. Thanks for joining me, by the way. It's been a... Uh... It's weird over webcam, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's hard to gauge sometimes as well, you know, like how it's going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope this is okay. <laughs> yeah, you hide things your space. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, we haven't heard much from you recently. Like the socials have been quiet. Um, yeah. So I was just going to say like, yeah, what you know, what's been going on behind the scenes? How have you been using this t- period of rest? Out. <laughs> yeah, we've just, yeah, just been just about, yeah, in our house. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually kind of enjoy that you notice that the socials have been quiet. You know what I mean? Like, if that's kind of exciting in its own right. To be honest, it's definitely been the biggest transition of any point in this band. Yeah, of course. Like, for yeah. sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, we can talk about it now because if this is going out after yes. all the stuff, but like, um, yeah, we we basically one crazy train to one brilliant ending. <laughs> like, yeah, it, pretty much. It was just a madness. Like we came, we started at the beginning of the pandemic with a management, a booking agent, publicist, everything, mm-hmm. and then we've come out of it. We kind of like split split ways with them mm-hmm. um, for the better from both sides, I think. And we literally just like wrote our own album during lockdown, mm-hmm. and then. We kind of, I think we kind of wrote it in the first lockdown. We did, yeah. And then kind of recorded it in happened. the second lockdown. <laughs> okay. yeah, do you know what I mean? It was kind yeah, of yeah. But mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's it's been really like a big learning experience because we've done we've done it all ourselves pretty much. Like we went we went to a studio to record drums, Warren Studios, mm-hmm. but um, the production side, the mixing side, the guitars, bass, vocals, we've done it all ourselves. So like, it's a very very DIY album, yeah. and I think coming off the back of having all the management and everything behind us, we definitely just wanted to do it our way mm-hmm. and like release the songs that we wanted to release. So. It's what it's kind of what we always wanted to do anyway. Like I think because we were under quite a big management company, like we had some good times, but like I don't know, because they were such a big player in like I don't know the industry, like yeah, we just thought we can make way more of an impact hopefully doing it ourselves and just 
doing what the fuck we want and you know putting music out when we want so, see how it goes um, <laughs> yeah yeah we wrote, like wrote the album the lyrical base is very much kind of about the whole situation that's the album. But yeah, you know, we love the songs and we're super excited to release nothing. Brilliant. So what led to the kind of, you know, you guys parting way and, and, and sort of, you know, going on a lone venture? Just, just like, just like, I don't know, because you're so tied up and you just want to kind of burst and do all this stuff. And like, you know, when you, when you've kind of got other people picking in, sometimes for the better, like, mm-hmm. like said, but like, you know, yeah, we just wanted to kind of run ourselves. I think like you kind of you kind of have to explain it from the start to really understand. I think when we first got put onto like a management company and a booking agent and got all these people behind us, like when you get told you can like write with some of your idols and play huge shows and like and you're like sixteen. It's like so hard not to get like stars in your eyes. You know what I mean? You're you're there just like, wow, like we can do this and that and that. And, we kept plodding along, we kept plodding along, and like we, we just kind of like matured. We grew up as people, right, and as writers. And we, I think, we wanted to make different music, and they wanted to lead us down like a more commercial route. And I think like People Street EP was definitely a rebellion of that from our side. And then from then on, we just kind of we both just had different ideas of mm. like how we wanted how to be wanted presented to be. and the yeah. kind of music we wanted to write. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, there's no bad blood at all. It's just it's just like it just I don't know I don't think they had a lot of time for us anymore I think we both lost interest in each other and I think like we were really like determined to try and do it ourselves because it felt like we were like building something yeah, yeah. especially in Sheffield yeah man sure that's really interesting you say that of your sound as well because that's something I noticed between releases was that as time has sort of gone on your sound has changed and not dramatically I would say you balance between sort of Indian yeah. punk you know um, but it felt like the late, more later releases had more, of, maybe more of a push towards the indie side of things. So, was that sort of something that happened naturally, or was it something that was maybe more conscious? Do you think it was? I mean, Dave and I wrote with a couple of people, like um, Norma. It's, it's either Martin Jean or Jean Martin. Jean Martin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and Mo. Um, and yeah, they just kind of like flipped us on our head a bit and like showed us all these new. Kind of like they, they were like putting hip hop beats on the dates for time and stuff like that, and it was to be honest, it was really exciting. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, I think the, the development of sound, like, we've got synthesizers involved now. Like, it's not, I don't know, I think there's only so much you can do with one guitar and one bass. Obviously, sure. you, and, you know, we've got like there's a million other bands that do that, and it's awesome, but yeah, I just felt like we were a bit restricting ourselves, maybe. Yeah, I think you know. I think if you're talking about what what you're saying about is it like something that comes naturally or is it something we thought about? I think definitely at times, like with some of our releases, I would say in that like middle middle ground, like before I'm not, I'm not your man, like I don't know, kind of between People Street EP and the most recent four releases. I say recent, but like how? <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think between them two, we we're almost thinking too much about like what style we were trying to represent, or like sure. yeah. what kind of I don't know what image you're trying to get across. I don't, I don't know, and I think I think definitely there's there's like an element of that with the more recent releases, but I feel like we we were definitely we were definitely happy with them, and we got them where we wanted to be. And I agree, mm-hmm. they are a bit more indie, but I think. I don't know. I think with this this most recent album, like 
but you definitely hear how we always intended that we would sound. Every single aspect of what you hear is just like purely from us, like not even thinking about sound, but just taking note from my influences. It's just an honest album, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just really honest. It sounds like you guys have been on a massive path of discovery then in a lot of ways. Yeah, we've been in the This hills. is why we've been quiet, really, because we don't we don't really know how to like portray it yet, you know. But I think once the album campaign begins, I think we're definitely going to shout about kind of yeah, like you say, the kind of journey we've been through because it really sure. does. Like, Sounds uh, exciting. Yeah, it's yeah, been man. a bit of a whirlwind. Yeah, That's right. Like, we are just we're just itching to get back to it. Like we got a gig on Friday, which will be. Dates. Again, this is like think, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trying to refer so, to yeah. <laughs> so that gig would have already happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we can talk about that though. We can, we can, or can we talk about that? We'd have to well, talk about it as if it, it as, as if it had happened. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a gig. That gig that happened was so great. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's>, <laughs> what were <laughs> like? <laughs> that's interesting. Like what you say as well with the, with the influences sort of playing a bigger part in this record and I guess uh yeah curious to know what influences they are and and, and how they perhaps shaped the the music. Yeah. I mean the first one that brings to mind is LCD sound system for sure. Like especially for me, like they're, they're a massive, massive influence. I think because we've introduced synth to our music, I think they really help because I've always loved the way they just like they can create albums and songs that have these like dance, techno, almost like rave feels, songs. Yeah. yeah, feels. And then they can also have these like beautifully like melodic, mm-hmm. catchy pop tunes. And I think like that they were such an important fan big influence of for us especially. Mm-hmm. Probably a few others. Yeah man. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it to anyone directly, but definitely discovering like just playing with synthesizers and yeah, it's a whole it's a whole new world for us really. It's, sure. Yeah. I think I think I think when also when Interpol like released that album with was it the Rover um, and all that on Marauder Marauder, no. Marauder. is it Marauder is Marauder is yeah yeah I think that definitely like got something in us as well that was that was a bit of a moment that I really did that record mm-hmm. like I don't know it's kind of like how we used to write it's just like some we all go into the studio like, we'd always write together mainly we'd go into the studio and then, like one person would just come just and say fucking love this tune at the moment. Yeah, let's, let's write a song like this, like let's have a go or blah, blah. Like, I remember like there's one song on the record with like all the wrong people. Like it starts See? with just like shit, 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 shit. and like I would because like I said I was like addicted to LC sound system like so like, all my friends do it's just like shit, shit, shit. it just starts with like one like, and I was like guys let's, let's write a song like this and I was like shit, 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 shit. and they're like <laughs> That's not a song. <laughs> it's just a note. Around and I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you guys do all the creative stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that magic note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Are there any uh, newer bands that you've kind of been keeping an eye on or anyone in particular that's come out recently that you've kind of uh, yeah, been imp- impressed by? I mean, there's always some. I could literally... We, we all like, like some and disagree on others, I guess. Like, I love Black Country New Road. Avalanche Party are Wicked. I really like that. Yeah, they're a great band. Yeah, they're yeah, really cool. They're uh, so fun, actually. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, really fun. Dry Clean and Dry Clean's most recent album. Dry Clean? I've not heard of them. Check out Dry Clean. Yeah, I'll check them out. I'm going to make a note of that now, actually. Overthones. I've just released a new record. Overthones are really cool. They're kind of, they've got like all these creepy, like, surfacey synths in their song. I mean, I haven't actually listened to the album but. Yeah, they're really and then, like, cool. me, and Max, me and Max really got into Green Tea Pang as well. Okay. Green Tea Pang is awesome. Like, it's, it was, it, I'm glad that some fucking trip-hop reggae is fucking back. Like, <laughs> like, <Max, laughs> it's a good thing. Max yeah, yeah. Really that's cool. really cool. Yeah, it has been a while that there's been, like, a reggae star that's been, like, yeah. that's managed to branch through, like, all music fans, you know? I think probably if you listen to reggae... They probably could be like, there's loads of reggae artists that have come up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but like, it's. I mean, like, known to. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you get rock bands, you get even like hip hop, yeah. and like, but it's not like. I remember someone like. Reg- a reg- I mean, there's the skints that did bits and bobs. They're in chef. Yeah. Skints, yeah. They're a strange one, man, because they've managed to stay in like. like they're doing really well. Mm. but they've stayed in that like zone f- for so long it's great to see like that's it is good to see that's the thing like with, with, with those kind of genres that maybe like aren't brought to the forefront enough mm-hmm. you may find that you kind of get to a point and you can't really break past that glass ceiling because the, the genre itself may not be as popular as others right, right. You know? I don't know the skins could probably tell you more, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it seems like to me, at least. But, yeah, I mean, but like you say, like the people that follow that genre, like religiously, mm. there's probably not a single person that hasn't heard of the skins. So, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with niche, I guess, is is a dedicated bunch, isn't it? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Back to the uh, album. I just want to. I'm curious. So, when you recorded it, was there anything that you did differently? Do you know to your sort of previous singles and EPs, and kind of what was your your thoughts as you went into it, and and did you have like a grand vision for it? I guess it was, it was all different. Really. We did literally everything it was, different. It was all different. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, David produced it. Okay. Currently in the other room. Yeah. So he, you know, did that. We did that back at our old house when we all lived together. Made a portion of it here. Yeah. It was. It was. It was just all down to us, really, and, and listening out. And, we had Jack and Dave at uh, yeah. yeah, so like they, they chipped in and asked and stuff like that. But yeah, it was very much new to us. But I didn't, I don't know, it was it was stressful at times, especially, yeah. with, especially with, you know, really slow math and whatever, or, you know, just certain things that it's also been like through. a learning curve. Yeah, like, the thing is, like, we came out of it and we've got these songs that sound awesome, so... I think, I it think was a good, good experience. The thing I'm most proud about is that, like, I think if you if you hear like, when you hear those tunes, you would not think that they were recorded where they were recorded. <laughs> yeah, right, right, okay. You know I mean, like, <laughs> um, like, so we did the drums at Warren Studios, which used to be Tramp Zone Studios, which was the studio that Fat White's like did all their most recent album at, and sure. we did that with Jack and Dave, and they sounded really good. The drums, and then yeah, we literally. Just got the got the drums, brought it into our house, mm-hmm. and then we did a guitars, bass, and vocals. Literally, like in these two attic rooms in our old house uh, in in Sheffield, which we only moved out of like a couple months ago. We built this little like 
Mike tent. Like we kind of got a load of old <laughs> and like these old sand mills just like this giant kind of tent. That's amazing. It was yeah, it was great. Um, That's really cool. That's way, really, think, really cool. Yeah, it's just the way we've always wanted to do it, I think. It was just and it's like there's no one intervening, there's no one telling us what to do, how to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's we're we're just doing it the way we want to do things. We're taking as long as we like and sure. putting on it the lyrics and sounds and overdubs or whatever that we want to put on. I don't know. In a sense, it's kind of a selfish record, but like a beautifully selfish record. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, very it's personal. Yeah, sure. It's going to probably be quite weird, I imagine, releasing it into the wild, actually. Yeah, like yeah. the amount of times we've heard these songs now, and the amount of people that have actually heard any of the songs of the record, it's like, yeah. wow, I mean, just, just a few friends. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. And then you're showing it to, like, when that first single goes out, it's like... But uh, <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, but once we release it, it's definitely onto the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I, I know. That's uh, so. When it comes to sort of getting this one out there, what's the plan with that one? Are you going to keep it all sort of in house and DIY, even in terms of releasing it as well and promoting it? Hell yeah! Yeah, we've got, <laughs> nice. we've got a record label, Jarred Up Records. We've got another two bands from Sheffield on, but release of it will, will be on Jarred Up Records. Yeah, I think I think with that whole side of things, like like we've had it for like four or five years now, like as a band, when you put multiple people in the way of you. Um, like it sounds corny, but like what you're trying to do, things slow, slow down so much. Put all these people in the way. There's just like there's no point. So we just like we didn't have a label. So we just we just made our own. You know right. What I mean? <laughs> just, right. Just, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like and then and it's like oh we've got a label now and we'll just release it on there. So like and all the promotion like we're we're just going to use people that we kind of met along the way in the last four years to just give us a hand and we're only really surrounding uh, ourselves with people that actually care about the songs and want to see them do well you know what I mean like a lot of bands will have it where you get this like one off PR company where you just pay them so much yes. and they plug your music and they might like it they might not <laughs> you know what I mean but you don't don't do that because like, they got the thing yeah, they well, do yeah they're a service yeah that's it yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to do it like I'll still pay we'll still pay people to do stuff you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Not hundreds we'll, of fucking we'll, we'll, <laughs> no, we'll, no. we'll do it because like they want to do it, and we want them to do it because they sure. Want to do it. There's a lot of tools out there now as well that, as a band, that you you can do it yourself. Um, it's it's a lot of hard graft, but it, the tools are there. You know, like PR. There's plenty of tools for PR now. Like that mm-hmm. that landscape's changing quite a lot. Distribution. There's loads of online distribution services to use now. Yeah, Bandcamp. You know what I mean? Right. There's, yeah. Bandcamp is SoundCloud. You know. There's yeah. a lot of websites and companies that are making it a lot easier for fans like us to do it, do it ourselves. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I like as we do, like with the other bands we have on our record label, like we we encourage them to do it, do as much as you can yourself because, like, if you're just going to wait for some big record company or big management to come along, like you may, you might be here a long time. Yeah, right? yeah, and, and you're just, probably going to get fucked over as well at some, like you say, at some juncture, yeah. or, or not even fucked over might be a strong word, but you know, your vision can be tampered with or altered, or yeah, you know, yeah, and that is a shit. I think there's times you can you can look back in hindsight. We may have been, may have been like molded, like just did things that maybe you didn't want to do, but you were made to think that they were the right things. And yeah, you can you can get slightly manipulated and not even know it. You know what I mean? And they yeah. might they might be they might be good for you. It might be people giving you genuinely good advice to help you grow as a band. But sure, in, in that moment, especially when you're a young band, trying to decipher mm. what's good advice and what is just manipulation, yeah, it's, hard, yeah. it's yeah. Like close to impossible. 
you should at least have an experience of doing it yourself before you jump into any big company. Yeah, definitely. No, I totally understand that. And I really like that approach of, you know, where we don't have a label, so let's make one. I love that. Because that way as well, like you build on that community uh, in your local area too. Like you say, you've got two bands signed up to that. So it's kind of like you all bring each other up, which is which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always potential in your hometown, I think, or even in, you know, wherever you're located. I think it's sometimes maybe the easy way out to be like, ah, I'll just yeah, go, yeah. I'll just go South London. You know, there's, like always, a, there's always something happening in London and Manchester, so it's yeah. very easy to just hop on a bandwagon. But like, mm. you are the ones that like help participate. To like that, oh, that thing that's going on there. Oh, that thing that's going on there. You know what I mean? It's like that's way more interesting than just jumping into a big city. What an amazing experience to sort of be, you know, the ones that that start. I mean, it's a gamble. It is a gamble, but sometimes it pays off. And a lot of people perhaps are afraid of the work that it will take. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I yeah. get that because it is easier to just, like you say, follow the trend and go where it's where it's happening. Yeah. For you guys up north, it's weird to hear. I always see, you know, like Sheffield, Leeds, Manchester, all that area is like actually quite quite thriving. And it's interesting to hear you say, sort of, uh, you almost feel that you're in a in a smaller community compared to these like other bigger places. It's down here, it's. It's like that as well. 100%. Like, Sheffield's like a big village. You, you'll see it on, like, for instance, touring places, like, every single time. It's in Manchester, Beach, and Sheffield, every single right. time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. And I think, yeah, people in Sheffield, like, everyone knows everyone. It's a massive community. Like, you can stay here for a year, go to the right pubs, have the right night outs, and already you know pretty much every band that's <laughs> yeah, there. Right. Every, yeah, right. already, like, every tour manager, blah, blah, blah. And like, it's a really good place to like build up connections. For instance, that has definitely helped us with our album and like, sure. and that kind of thing. Like, just how long we've been here now and connections we've built, like, with people that have like really contributed to yeah, everything that we've done. And yeah, but that, that's basically what it's about. And like, what you were saying earlier about having bands on our label, if we're all helping each other out, there's just more avenues of promotion. There's more avenues. Like, if, if we're posting about Jarred Up, then you're also getting. That man with fever and nervous pills, and if they're posting about this, you're also trying. It's just, it's just, yeah, so yeah. And it even like comes to tours, tours as well, you know, you're never going to struggle with support, which is a great thing. Yeah. I love that. I like that a lot. Talking of touring, that you guys are chomping at the bits to sort of get in a van again and get out there. Yeah, kind of nerve wracking to be honest. Yeah, right. I think touring to admit, yeah. isn't it? There's parts that you love, parts that you really not even not even that, but just do. like you know, I don't, I don't know the idea of stepping on stage. I'm really excited, but like, yeah, like kind of it's a weird feeling because it, it would have been yeah, like, what, like two years. Nobody gets yeah. there, but, but everyone's everyone's doing it. Everyone's up to do it. So. It's just, the night it feels like. <laughs> it's weird with touring. I think the things I remember the most are like not even the shows. It sounds 
the something <laughs> but it's like all the bits before and after you know what i mean it's like the meeting everyone afterwards and like the sound checks and like the early starts and like the staying in places and, like, i don't know they're the bits that like, always kind of stick with me mm-hmm. and like parts of that like suck you know but, <laughs> yeah. the apprehension is the best bit like my favorite part of a show is it's that like those two minutes just before the the music starts, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like you can feel it, it's coming, and you're like, oh, here we go. I guess I'm speaking from an audience member as to a post yeah, band oh, really? member. <laughs> I don't even like it as an audience member. Either. Really, it depends. I think when you don't know the band as well, yes. like, they're like a support band that you're not too oh, so they're, they're kind of familiar yeah. with, and they oh. walk on, and you're there, like, right? Am I gonna like? What's gonna? I didn't, what to expect. <laughs> Am I gonna hate this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the band don't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect. Mm. We're we'll just looking at each other like, you might hate this, and they're like, I know, I might hate this. <laughs> you know, like, I think one of the most nervous I've ever been for a show was supporting Killing Joke at Barrowland because just because of the hecklers. Like, oh man, <laughs> like that. Oh really? Their fans like follow them, but they die for them. You know, I mean, they're like right. the, the biggest music fans on the planet. And then we've got these four little scrawny fucking <laughs> like walking on playing our little punk tunes. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. this sort of gonna foul, we're gonna get found out here, aren't we? Like, gonna- <laughs> conjure away there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I think we got. A group. I, I was happy. We did get I was a happy. Yeah, yeah. It's it just right. like before you go on, it's just like, oh, God, you know what I mean? Like, all yeah. you do would be my dad. <laughs> that's funny man what bits do you miss about touring and what bits do you not miss so much <laughs> I think well playing the songs that we've written every night is awesome mm-hmm. also just a weird thing to do I think I always contemplate just playing music and like you know what it actually is on the face of things it's so strange you know what I mean it's or like bizarre. singing yeah. your songs back to you you've just written in a shabby studio but you know, yeah actually, right that's the coolest part. And then just like traveling with your mates, like not to be at work and all that stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, like, I hate the band. Then. They don't yeah. mind me, I don't think. Like, what do you so, love, James? I hate, I hate, <laughs> like when, when you like pop it in, like, right, we'll be there in four hours. <laughs> I love, yeah, I I love service station. Like, service station is my favorite thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right, put open the services now. And I'm like, <laughs> has it got a Mackie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Is there a WH Smith? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, no, just, <laughs> it's always a WH Smith. It always is. No matter no. what. No matter what. There's very few service stations that have all my favorite things in them. Like, they okay. always have like one shit thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ideal service station would like, grab me on this. So on, if you on, disagree. No, good for me. But like, <laughs> have a KFC. Okay. Right? You'd have a 24 hour Mac use. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then you'd have a, a coffee plate. Well, Greg's actually. Greg's. Okay. Greg's would be, because then you've got like breakfast, lunch, and dinner all sorted. Right? <laughs> all in then, one area, yeah. Then you need one that's kind of like off the wall, you know, like a chopsticks noodle or something <laughs> like that. Right, right. And that's then, a place where you're like, why are you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like, ooh, do you know what? I do fancy that. And then, <laughs> and then I reckon just like one like solid coffee shop. Yeah, Nero. I mean, Nero. Nipla, no services have Nero though. It's a shame, man. It should. It's the best. It's the best paying coffee shop. It's always Costa, isn't it? Always. No, it's always like, Costa. Starbucks, actually. Oh, no, uh, like I haven't seen a Starbucks yet. Never seen a Starbucks yet. I haven't, man. I haven't yet. Really? I've only ever seen Costco. 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 
Yeah. What are you going to say? Costco. It's like, how big is the service? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I nearly I mean, said that. We went on tour. We went on tour with Retro Video Club, and they were all Scots, right? And like, <laughs> they went into the Starbucks, and Sam tried to pay with like a Scottish note, right? right? And Starbucks, like, said like, "Oh, we don't accept this." Note. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They, they bloody should. And like, we were yeah. absolutely human. <laughs> 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 no, like, they, they should though, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, they definitely should. It's, it's legal tender, I think. It's still yeah, sterling, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at it like. Uh, <laughs> like, <dude. laughs> it, was, it was obviously right but I think like you just you just had a moment of like pure Scottish pride yeah right you're bastard that's funny man I've had that a few times I remember the first time I uh, I was handed a Scottish note and I was so baffled by what the person had handed me that yeah. I was like I, so I handed it back to him I was like that's bloody fake mate Really? Uh, yeah, I was like, what is that? I was, I'd never seen it. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. This proves how Cornish I am, actually. Yeah. I didn't even know that Scotland had its own notes like, at that age. Yeah. Like I, was, I think I was 16, 17. That's and the guy, I've never seen it before. No, nah, never. And he was literally like, what are you talking about? Like, of course it's not fake. Like, but I went nuts. And I was like, I had to get my manager. And my manager was like, oh, it's just a Scottish £10 note. And I was like, maybe you can't blame Starbucks for been doing that, yeah, man. Video club on the and have this conversation. It will be even. I'm a changed man now, though. I know all about Scottish currency. Thankfully, after yeah. that, after having a big burly Scotsman get red faced at me, right, right, right. changed pretty quick how I feel about their money. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> I'm always curious to hear um, your sort of funny stories, things that have happened to you on tour, you know, general general hilarities that I imagine happen as a band. Uh, if um, you've got any that you'd like to regale us with, that'd be great. We lived together for five years. So that's quite funny in itself. I think, <laughs> yeah, like, all the touring stuff kind of moulded into one. I remember when, like, we're in Cologne and um, we're like, what's wrong with Well, just when you went to the karaoke song. Oh, okay. And then I think it was you and Ollie that did did New Order. Don't you want... No. No, 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 you did. Blue Monday. You did Blue Monday by New Order. Two and a half intro. <laughs> had sunny two, two and a half minute intro. Mate, it was packed. <laughs> it was like this packed... It's like 3 a.m. and just pacing below. They were just like... And it's just like... I don't know. I swear you... Two and a half minutes. I think so. Yeah, it was, it was so long. Blown yeah. was mad though. Like, I saw some crazy shit. Half ten in the morning, I saw a woman in a wedding dress... Just by the main train station, just some guy was hugging her and touching her up, basically. But like, it was just what, in, in Cologne? In Cologne? I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was insane. That's wild. It's like, yeah, I won't I go into too much detail. We were definitely on a mission that tour to just like 
So yeah, like, just get absolutely wrapped every single night. Because <laughs> <laughs> like when you're in Europe, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I don't, you, you, we've never done that, you know. So I think abroad. I, yeah, exactly. I remember the, <laughs> next, the next night, uh, yeah, we were out on Cologne to like stupid and fucking, and we, we had a we had our own, we were doing a support for the Europe, we had our own show in Hamburg, mm. and it was at the moment of Hamburg, and it was at half past midnight. And yeah, like, I don't know if anyone, like anyone listening to this mm. has ever been down the like the river bar oh, in man. Hamburg, but like it makes the red light district look tame. Yeah, literally. that's why. Really? Yeah, it's like it's like a circus. Honestly, I've yeah. never, I've never, when you walk down the road, there's like so many like big lights and so many noises going off, like left, right, and center. Just, it's like, Hamburg is another level to, to wow. Like you go down the river bar, right? It's this mile long street. And right. it's literally just like sex club, sex club, Irish club, sex club. <laughs> and then Molotov club, like right at the end. We'll wrap it up there, guys. Yeah, it's, been, it's been lovely to chat to you. you yeah, too. thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll get you down to Cornwall, boys, for sure. Especially if you haven't been down here, you've got to do it. There's a good there's a good audience down here and we've got quite a few cool spaces as well. So, yeah, yeah. we'll get it sorted, man. We'll, we'll get, you a, get you a show in Falmouth or Nuki. Yeah, I'd love to, man. Wicked. All right. Well, let's let's keep in touch. We have yeah, for sure. All right. Nice, nice one, guys. No worries. Thanks for coming on. See you soon. Nice talk. Bye bye. Bye bye. A big thanks to Blackwater for joining us on the show, and thank you for talking in such detail about your journey, where you're going, and uh, the exciting future that lies ahead. We can't wait to see what happens with the guys. Make sure to check out their latest single, Same Old. Join us in the next episode where we talk with Cornish band The Resner as we discuss their move to London, adapting to life in the big smoke, and what's next for the Cornish band. Like and subscribe to hear more, and don't forget to check out clunkmag.com for all your music needs. This has been Say Hello to Audio Production. To hear more, head on over to the website www.sayhellotoaudio.com or check out the link in the description below. Thank you very much.